Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new 3D printing podcast, a new chapter. This is Luis Rodriguez from 3 Digital Cooks, broadcasting from Brooklyn. And joining us as usual, Jason Masbrocker. How are you, Jason? I'm very good and excited, Louis. It's been a, a huge, huge week in 3D food printing. And for 3 Digital Cooks, I'm excited to talk about today's uh, topic. But first, let's get into how people can reach out to us and contact us. So you can email us right now at the email address podcast at 3digitalcooks.com. Or you can reach out to us at 3digitalcooks is Lewis's handle on social media. And I'm at BoppyQ on all the social media platforms. As well as you can come to the site 3digitalcooks.com, comment on any of our posts or any of the interesting content they make a comment on the podcast on soundcloud or leave a review on itunes we will consider all of that feedback and address it accordingly awesome i think this week's podcast is a really special one especially for you and really exciting for me because i'm really willing to hear all your opinion and and your view from your assistance to the 3D Footprinting Conference 2016. So if you didn't get the chance to be there, this is a great time to learn everything about it, thanks to our men on the ground. <laughs> so before we get to the 3D Footprinting Conference, let's jump into a little bit of news. This has been a fantastic, monumental week for 3D Footprinting, obviously with the conference. Not only that, but the world's first ever appearing on crowdfunding 3D food printer, the uh, Natural Machines Foodini. The first Foodini has left the assembly line and it seems that they're getting things rolling, Lewis. Yeah, for me, it's really well, it's special, of course, because I spent two years working with such an awesome team and seeing that things are moving forward in such a positive way. It makes me uh, really excited to see and try to get my hands on one because that's important. But really excited and congratulations, guys. I have a feeling that before too long, we're going to have a little bit of a reunion, you and the Fudini. And uh, I'm excited to, to, to get my hands on it as well. I, I think it's, it's a really cool platform for working with 3D food printing. And I'm really excited to see once that thing gets into the people's hands, what comes out of it. Cool. Also, new news for this week is the Food Inc. company or food experience. I'm not really sure how to call it, but I'm sure we're going to have more insights from it during this podcast. So let's, let's wait to talk about it for a while. And the last news item today is probably the biggest of all the big announcements that we've had so far in our short story here with the 3D Food Printing Podcast. The 3D Food Printing Workshop Exploratorium is going down. Fabcon 2016 in Erfurt, Germany in June. I think we're going to have one, two, three, four, or maybe 10 more podcasts about it because we want to share with the community and how we're building it and how we plan to introduce, teach, and explore 3D Food Printing with the the people who will be joining us at the workshop. So keep coming back to 3digitalcooks.com and listening to the podcast for all kinds of information about the workshop. And we've already posted the announcement post on 3digitalcooks.com. And I want to give a big shout out to 
Diana and Peter from uh, the 3D Food Printing Conference for also sharing it with their audience on their platforms. It's really gracious of them to do that. And if you guys want to attend, it's uh, first come, first serve. Head to 3digitalcooks.com for more information. Okay, Lewis, you ready to hear all about the 3D Food Printing Conference? I haven't talked to you one time except for a little bit of chat here and there. I think now, you know, we're ready to spill the beans and get you up to date on what. But what hold, it, hold, it, hold it, hold it, hold it there. Let's, let's be clear. I want to know everything, okay? There's no secret we, and it's not just me, it's me and all the listeners want to know everything that happened there. So let's start and roll from the very beginning. Start explaining us first about the meetup, the people who was there, and what is this meetup and what it went down. So late last week, I posted on 3 Digital Cooks and on, on social media that we were again going to have another pre-3D food printing conference meetup. It was at the Vanderbilt Hotel Venlo, as it was last year. And again, it was great. It always surpasses my expectations to sit with people who are working with or are interested in 3D food printing. And what was, what was really cool about this meetup was every person who showed up was from a different country. And that really is inspiring to know that 3D food printing is happening all over the place. And I'm, I'm happy to be able to bring people together. And I think you should be too, Lewis. I mean, we, we, I feel 3 Digital Cooks is turning into something really special for people interested in 3D food printing, really. So we had Michael Petch, who just came off of his uh, South by Southwest appearance, where he did a great job talking about 3D food printing on the panel. We had a, a couple from Turkey, and I really don't want to mess up these names. And I'm sorry if I do. We had Goke and Guru from Turkey, and they are actually really passionate about a printing with chocolate. But let me be clear, tempered chocolate. She was very clear that not just any chocolate, it was tempered chocolate is her passion. And um, they're working on some cool things, and I hope to talk, we hope to talk with them more very soon in the future. I believe you can find them at chalkandcake.com. Julian Singh from 3D Chef was there. It's always fun to catch up with Julian, especially post his new printing techniques now that he's printing in full color. And we'll get into some of his stuff uh, later on in the podcast. And from a, another perspective, we also had Andrea Masoko and his wife all the way from Italy. Andrea is uh, really, really interested in 3D food printing. He's not actually in it yet, but he has a, a vision for it business-wise that I think is going to make an impact for a lot of people here in the future. We also just barely missed Danilo Spiga from the Sardinia Research Center and his team. They came right after we wrapped up there at the meetup, but I'm, I'm glad that he reached out to me and let me know he was in town, and uh, it was good to meet him the next day at the conference. It, it was great to meet up with everybody and just sitting there and having some beers and talking and just bringing people together, just it just really filled up my heart, and I'm really happy that we were able to to make it happen. And I want to thank them all for coming, and it was really great to spend time with them and talk about 3D food printing. Awesome, awesome. Let's move into the into the big day, the big event. 
from early morning to late night. I'm sure we spent a lot of time talking to people, watching presentations, and and just learning and and breathing 3D footprinting. What I'm sure would be amazing. But let's start from the from the main from the main event. What was your feeling about the presentations? Which one uh, you keep in mind, or like caught your attention the most? And what could you what, what could you tell us about the speakers? So the presentations. One one thing that I'll note about the presentations was it was a little bit different than last year. So last year was a ton of research. It, it was great. Last year was great and amazing. It was it was a great way to bring people together in 3D food printing. Nothing wrong with that. It could, it also blew my expectations away. But this year, you could tell it was a little bit different. You could tell 3D food printing is taking the next step, and there are tiny steps. With so there was, you know, not only presentations about uh, research, but also presentations about the business side of it. In the morning, it was more uh, research, and the uh, bigger presenters, Dr. Kelvin Bamo and Michael Petch, and Martin, those three gave a pretty pretty wide overview of the technology, and and each one of them were were very informational. They gave a, a deep perspective, and Michael Petch, of course, jumped in with a little bit of comedy as well. But all of them were deep, in depth, very satisfying of the hunger that I had for three D food printing that day. Cool. I would. I would. I would like to know, to know, for example, in the business side, which one caught your attention the most? Or you said, I'm sure like all of them were, were nice to watch and different, but something new, something different that you say, oh, that's something that I never thought about and completely makes sense. Research-wise too, like what points would you highlight from, from the day, from the speakers? Research-wise, it kind of switched from overall let's figure out how 3D food printing works into let's find a very specific purpose for 3D food printing to attack an issue or a problem that we can solve with 3D food printing. So for example, printing of specific protein, sodium cassinate, or food security, printing a specific food, such as print cheese, or glucosamine and so so it seems that now that that 3d food printing is out in the wild people are trying to attack specific issues with it that's one of the the interesting parts business-wise one thing that i really was excited about is to to know that many 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 companies small medium and humongous they all have their ears open to 3D food printing. So with TNO, it seems like they have, may have too much work on their hands. We see Julian Singh and 3D Chef and his team. He had a presentation and his booth was packed all day. And I saw him breaking off for meetings here and there as well. And as well, people taking the next step in their own business perspective with 3D food printing, such as, such as Michaela, who wants to find a way to incorporate 3D food printing in her own farm cheese. And Daniel Wilkins with the message in a cake printer, who also wants to explore his message in a cake printer 
as a business. Another note was a study done by the Knowledge Transfer Network in the UK where they sat a bunch of people down and all tried to brainstorm ways of how to uh, make money with 3D food printing. And they came up with a lot of the answers that are well-known, personalized food, customized food, and those type of applications. But I think there's still a lot more brainstorming that needs to be done on some business aspects of it before we start to see it really hit the mainstream, before we have a food printer in every kitchen. Sounds super interesting. I'm curious about two things. First, like this is more like a nostalgic question, but who is the people from from last year that you get to meet again this year and and keep up with conversations and ideas that maybe were fired during the last event? Old friends. So, of course, Julian and us, we go pretty far back. We caught up pretty heavily, and it, it was good to see that his business is evolving and taking the next step, not only with his technology, but with the collaborators. And the it's good to see that some revenue is coming out of it for him. What was probably high up there on the highlight reel for me of the day was finally getting the chance to shake Dr. Keld Van Bommel's hand. And, of course, I think I promised you I wouldn't leave there without getting a selfie with him. And that mission was accomplished. And I, I tell you, Lewis, talking with him, and I had the pleasure of actually getting to talk with him for a long while. And I apologize to anybody who was sitting around us as we were talking, because maybe we were too loud or maybe we were geeking out too hard. But it, it's just it's just awesome to hear his passion and the, the, the knowledge that he's got. I just, you know, they say... You never want to be the smartest guy in the room. And I think whenever he's in a room, he's the smartest guy, really. I'm really, really happy that I finally got a chance to, to talk with him. He said some really flattering things, Lewis, about Three Digital Cooks. You know, I just want to want to thank him for, for spending time with me. Of course, Michael Petch, who we had a conversation with a while back, and we've been conversing through social media and emails here and there. Michael is, is a real smart guy and he's got some, he has a wide network now that he's built up in 3D printing and 3D food printing that that I feel he's going to be a, a real influencer in the future of 3D food printing. Michael has a, a firm grasp of what the technology is capable of now and it's tough to see exactly where it can go in the future but I think with what he's seen and heard and who he's talked to, he, he can offer a lot of perspective into where it's headed. If anybody listening to the podcast hasn't checked out his books, specifically his book, it's about 3D food printing, future food, go check it out. Awesome. And, and of course, Peter Hermans and his team, it was really great to catch up with Peter. We have been talking back and forth on the email for a while as well. I really appreciate that he does this to bring everybody together and that he hosts such a great event. It was really catered well. The new venue was awesome and, and open and allowed a lot of spaces for people to break out and have conversation and didn't have to go up downstairs or take an elevator to get a coffee, which was also really cool. Who is, who is the people that you might 
what that you didn't know before and that through this conference you get to know and kept your attention because of their ideas or their goals or their thinking on 3D footprinting. New faces, new faces in the game that we love to, to meet. One thing that I was really flattered and blown away by was it seems like when I was talking with somebody, as soon as that conversation finished, there was somebody else who I just turned around and just started talking to them. And they had known they are part of the 3D food printing community. And specifically, they are a follower, listener, subscriber. They're part of the 3D Cooks community. And a lot of people listen to the podcast, Lewis. You should be proud. And a lot of people really liked it, except for the quality of the last one, which, you know, we have to apologize about that to everybody. Every time I turned around, I dove into another conversation with somebody. And let me say, I probably said the word community, maybe way, way too much. I think <laughs> I need to find some other words to describe, you know, what what we're trying to build and what what we feel we have here with uh, Three Digital Cooks. It was just awesome to hear a lot of students work pursuing 3D food printing in their studies. It was it was great to talk with the the big companies there as well, the, who who actually asked about my feedback on 3D food printing and where the value lies in 3D food printing for business. And I I can't say enough about the way I felt that Three Digital Cooks is able to be the common thread with a lot of the people there from the big businesses to the, the students there. It was just, it was just great to, to meet everyone. And let me just say thank you to everyone who came up to me and gave their praise about the podcast or the site or wanted my feedback. You know, it, it truly humbles me. You know, it's, it's with great pleasure that I was able to help answer your questions and maybe help you take your own next step in 3D food printing or give you that push. And that's what we strive to do with 3D cooks. Cool. I think people is the first thing, obviously, to get to know, to get to understand, because people is who is going to push it forward. So for me, that's obviously always the number one thing to ask and to know when we get to this kind of event. But we are nerds. We love to play with toys. So please, let me know what toys did you get to see there, what printers, and which ones, which ones did you get to, to taste, and your impression. So as far as printers, there wasn't too many surprising things there, actually, in some of the presentations. You know, for example, some of the, I mean, obviously, TNO has some super amazing machines, but I was able to see the first Bocusini that was delivered in in Netherlands and that was that was obtained by Michaela from print cheese she's super passionate about 3d food printing and how she can find ways to incorporate 3d food printing in her farm cheese production we also saw the message in the cake printer was there Daniel put some work into that thing it's 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 actually pretty cool the way it works it's well designed as far as the extruder we also saw Julian had his customized paste extruder there as well. And of course, the Biflow, the multi-material 3D printer was there printing away. I think that's cool. You get to see so many people actually working on it and with your hands on. But most important, did you get to try them? I did have 
some of Julian's, which tasted great, and it's really cool to see the new colors on there. And how is the texture? The texture was pretty similar to how it was last year. Okay. Retract my statement about the candy cigarette texture, and I'd mm. like to change that statement into, you know, those Valentine's hearts that you get in Valentine's Day that they say, I love you, and I heart you, and, you know, will you be mine? I don't know. I'm married. It's been a long time since I got one of yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But it has that type of texture. And I don't know what you mean. But... They were tasty, and uh, he also had some, some cocoa prints there as well, That's which were cool. also tasty. So he had, like, different flavors? He had uh, the cocoa and the sugar. I didn't see there was no honey. And I also got to taste the message in the cake. I tasted the message in the cake. and the <laughs> That's a message, cool one. The message in the cake. And um, Daniel was trying to explain it, and he tried to explain it as it's a, it's a 3D printed cake flavor. And that's fine with me. I like that expression. It's an eggless cake. It's vegan. I guess. It was tasty. It's grandmother approved as we've seen in his videos. Yeah, it's it's really cool to see that. Is, it a, is it a spongy? That's my that's my, my, my biggest doubt. No, no, it's not. So it's no, like yeah. thick. Yeah, it's, it's, it's thick. It kind of has, it kind of melts in your mouth. Okay. It, it's kind of like a, a hard pudding cake mm. type thing. It's kind of difficult to describe. I kind of described it before I tasted it. Kind of... Uh, you know, because I had seen the recipe before, not the recipe, but I had seen the cake before. And I, you know, obviously when there's no eggs, it's going to be tough to get the full fluffy cake out of it. But yeah, it, w it was good. I think, uh, you know, he could always ref refine that recipe. As we know, we are always working on new recipes for 3D food printing. So I'm sure, you know, this will not be the last recipe he, he works on. I think that's super cool. I'm, I'm just, I'm just like... Super jealous right now. Yeah, you should be. You should be jealous, Lewis. That's Good. Sure. That's true. Damn it. Great. What, what else? What else? Um, obviously, I think we can take a break and talk about, like, the Biflow itself. I think uh, the guys are pushing forward the Food Inc. And I would like to, to, to get your, your opinion about it and, and, and what is what you understood from, from what was going down there. What is, what is that? So Food Inc., a collection of artists, designers, engineers, chefs who are coming together to deliver this, this uh, 3D food printing dinner experience. So it's, it's not just about serving you a plate with some, some, some food extruded on it. They want to immerse you so where you're sitting on 3D printed furniture, you're using 3D printed utensils to eat your food. The environment that you're in is is created using techniques and design from 3D printing. There's music in the background. There's a light display with these awesome 3D printed lamps. So it's kind of like a experience dinner around 3D printing, 3D footprinting, but beyond that, right? I think it's tough to describe it exactly, but I'm sure there's going to be lots of news coming out about it soon because what they said was it was the first one on a hopeful tour that they're going to be touring around it, around uh, the world, I guess, with this. 
and that's that's exciting. Hopefully, they'll bring more people into the three D food printing community through it. So this probably smells like they're going to launch a Kickstarter campaign soon. Um, there was a lot of cameras there. Okay. More than usual to be expected at a dinner, maybe four or five, I think. Yeah. Food Inc. has bigger plans in mind than just serving dinner. Cool. So I can tell you about everybody who was back there. They were all busting their butts, going 100 miles an hour, doing the best they could, making this the best experience they could for the the six lucky. But Jason, what do you think it is? This is how we work in the digital kitchens. We bust our ass up, working all day, all day. That's right. All night. <laughs> also, uh, Andrea, who was at the meetup, and his wife were one of the six lucky diners who got to sit at the Food Inc. table and experience the experience that Food Inc. put on it. Looking forward to getting his feedback on it. I'm in, very interested to hear. This is his first introduction to 3D food printing. And mm -hmm. those are the type of perspectives we really look forward to, to hearing about and gathering. We would love to hear all about it, all about his opinion and perspective on it. Well, I think with all the things that you just said, it sounds like you had a really great day. It was totally worth it. And I'm really happy and glad that you could be there. So before you, we wrap up this footprinting podcast chapter, I would like to ask you for your overall impressions and, and your feelings after the, the event. So I want to say I feel the event has evolved. I think Jakajima, Peter, Diana, Linda, and the whole 3D food printing conference team, including Katerman's, the caterer, and the venue, all stepped it up big time, and they all really put on a wait, 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 wait. Let's stop for a second. That's something that last year was amazing. There was the, the catering. I think we need to mention that. I want to know your, your impressions about it. And sorry for cutting you. So, sadly... I didn't get to taste much of the food, Lewis. No. Yeah. I was so hyped up talking with people. I was starving at the end of the day, but I saw these beautiful plates going by. And I, I think I had a, a, a lasagna and a salmon shot, but that was it. Oh, my God. So. Yeah. I, Every time I, every time the plates were going by, I was enveloped in a conversation, just really engaged with the people who I was talking to. My total focus was on them, and I, I really hope I was able to provide some value and some insight for people, because I got a lot out of it. The information I gathered from people and the perspectives people gave me and answering my questions as well really was awesome. We have yeah. a, we have a we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of interviews lined up. We have a lot of interviews for us to be interviewed lined up. We have a bunch of collaborations, business to get to. This 3D food printing conference really kicked butt, and I'm I'm happy that, that we were able to have a presence there. Awesome, awesome. Wait, I'm not done. Go ahead. One thing that you and I have discussed for a long time. And that I, I truly got the feeling of uh, at the event is 3D food printing is affecting people now, whether they're interested in or they're currently actively participating in 3D food printing all over the world from far away. It could even be your next door neighbor. It could be 
somebody not too far away. And and one thing that I feel Three Digital Cooks is able to provide a common meeting point. So it, it wasn't seconds that went by when somebody came up to me and said, Three Digital Cooks, Jason, you know, where's Lewis? And I said, but I'm here. Let's talk. Peter does a great does a great job of gathering everybody in one place, but it's only once a year right now. But one thing I think is missing is that outside of us pushing content and information out to people, we need to work towards a common area where the people can collaborate and discuss together and with each other and and spew ideas and get feedback on their projects and possible collaborations can be born out of and a, a common gathering place, you know, a, a real community feel to it that can help spur the next Fudini or the next Vocusini or the next Three Digital Cooks, maybe. Or maybe the next Dr. Van Bommel or, you know, the next Luis Rodriguez. The next Jason Rucker. Why not? That's not true. Everybody knows you are the superstar. I got no hair and I'm missing a tooth. Everybody knows you are the superstar and I'm the one that just goes to the, to the events to eat the catering food. <laughs> but I, but that's that's my takeaway is besides the universities and the big research from all the people who around the world who who don't have the big bucks to work with the universities or work with the big research firms and nothing against that you know we also are able to provide consulting i think we need to seriously think about reshaping the three digital cooks platform into a little bit more of a community gathering place. Explore how we can offer more value to get these people who are spread out all over together and help them evolve their ideas or introduce ideas to people who are interested in 3D food printing together. What do you think about that, Lewis? I think that's the way to go. I think it's something that we need to keep pushing forward and definitely it helps a lot to see and put faces to those who, who, who are involved in the community and we will be helping to, to gather together. Yeah, because I, my spiel a couple of times was, you know, you and I are, are constantly having hangouts, having Skype sessions, having phone calls with people all over the world about 3D food printing. A lot that we share as content through the YouTube channel or as interviews, but I feel that besides our conversations with these people over the phone or Skype or Hangout, they can also talk to each other. Besides the 3D food printers map that's on the site, I think we need to seriously push forward some type of community-based platform out there. And I think we need to do it fast. The overall feel I get is that help build a foundation where people can come and discuss and can come and learn more about 3D food printing and through 3 Digital Cooks in a more interactive way. I really felt flattered being there. I felt humbled with uh, everybody who wanted to talk to me and uh, learn more about 3 Digital Cooks and what services we can provide, how we can help with people with their ideas with 3D food printing companies and people alike. I did have to clarify my pizza flavored sugar cube comment a couple times. So <laughs> I, I like sugar cubes and I'm in love with pizza and actually a pizza flavored sugar cube is kind of appealing to me. 
I don't know what kind of drink I'd put it in or if I'd just eat it. But by that, I just meant, you know, I don't want to be force-fed RoboCop-type food or Total Recall-type food in the future. And I, I really want to I want to uh, help the community shape how 3D food printing moves forward. I really get a, a feeling of excitement around 3D food printing. I felt a, a hunger, a hunger for knowledge, a hunger for business, a hunger to be a part of the evolution of 3D food printing there just from everybody who I interacted with. And I think that's a good thing, Lewis. I think that's a very good thing for all those out there. It just, I'd like to tell you that, again, this is an open podcast, so please feel free to contact us, whether it's through social media, at 3DigitalCooks or at BotWQ, and through our email, podcast at 3DigitalCooks.com. We are open to any suggestions. We're here for you guys. So let's keep the, mo the momentum going. Stay tuned to 3digitalcooks.com and the 3D Food Printed Podcast for on the big announcement of today, the 3D Food Printing Workshop Exploratorium coming up at Fabcon in June 2016 at Messe Erfurt in Germany. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks, everybody, who reached out to me at the 3D Food Printing Conference. Thank you, Lewis, for hosting this podcast. Wish you could have been there. And we'll see everybody next time. Okay. Bye. Ciao.